Blog Talk Radio. Mercy, 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 mercy
because Strong Tower is here to tell you what he feels about, you know, a critical spirit. And so we're going to introduce him onto the show, Strong Tower. Welcome to the Lardy Miss Party Blog Talk Radio Show. I'm glad to have you this evening. And yes, we are. We on the battle on what to do about people with critical spirits and what to do, how to do, and where do we start. You know. So, but I am glad to have you here on the show. I'm glad to be here. Yes. Tell me, tell me something about yourself. You know, mm-hmm. um, and let the hearers know. About you as well. Give us a two-minute rundown on Strong Tower. Who is Strong Tower? Well, Strong Tower is someone that has been incarcerated. Um, I come from a working family, from a religious family, from the South of Big Cotton, 61 years old. And so I've had a taste of uh, the modern life, of how we live today, and some of the past. You know, we had to go to an outside toilet and where you, you know, you'd, you'd be out there in the cotton rows and the people, you know, working from sundown, sunset, you know, and just barely able to make it back home and then back out in the fields again. Okay. Uh, and, and, you know, and I look at the way things are going now, and it really, to me, it's almost like it's trying to come back to that point again. Right, right. You know, I like to stay up on the news and everything and the trends. Mm-hmm. Uh, how things are going in the government, how things are going in music, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the media, uh, how fathers are treating their children, how treating their children are treating their mothers, and, mm-hmm. and the camaraderie and, and communication skills that are lacking today. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, you just heard from Strong Tower and all of his strong, strong beliefs. He comes from a strong background. And he comes from a present background of strength as well. And, you know, underneath, you know, uh, the conversation that we're coming at you with on do you have a critical spirit. Now, you know, critical spirit, you can find it anywhere, any place, any time. You can find it within your own household. You can find it in your churches. You can find it in the political arena. Everybody has got a critical spirit, always willing to talk about somebody. Always well, can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Oh. Did you feel like did you exert a critical spirit at times? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I yes, yes, I do. I do assert a critical spirit when I hear people criticize each other, Mm -hmm. and you know, and in my book, you know, I ain't got nothing to trip on because you know I got a bag of bones that's ready to be shaken and tell the whole world about me because I've been through so much. And, yes, people have talked about me. And, yes, I have had a critical spirit against those that talked about me and talking about others as though, like, they don't know what it's like. You Just know? recently, could you, you know, give us a little idea on how you have detoured from that frame of thought or that constant? Because, to me, a critical spirit is something that stays with an individual on a constant basis. You know, if you're a critical spirit, that's who you are. That's mm-hmm. what you are. So by knowing you as a wonderful person, I don't see you as a critical spirit. I see the possibilities of a critical spirit creeping up on you. 
well, you know, hey, I have it in me just like, you know, I have them creeping up on me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, uh, I ain't going to sit here and say I don't have it. It's just that, you know, I wish not to open my mouth knowing that what I'm about ready to say against somebody, mm-hmm. I've got to look deep within myself. Have I been there? Mm-hmm. Have I done that? You know, it doesn't matter if you ain't done it no more. The point is, is that has has what you done, have what you've done, are you sick and tired of being sick and tired of it so you don't want to have nothing else to do with it? Mm-hmm. Even if it come up in your own spirit about uh, wanting to be critical with other people, you know, whether it's in front of their face, and I am the one that's in front of the face type person. You well, Miss Hardy, yeah. I, I see it as a, a wonderful opportunity to be on the show with you tonight. And uh, as I told you earlier, the background that I come from is mm-hmm. the South. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, slavery to me was one of the main critical spirits that has engulfed this country. And I, I'm seeing a resurgence of that critical spirit, which tends to demean a specific race, a specific class, to keep them in their place so they won't strive to be something more than what they are. Uh, okay. You know, and I see that prevalent. Today and all it does is create a self hatred, uh, in many cases death, and you have black people killing each other. It's almost as if the uh, the um, black folks have taken on the spirit of the oppressor. You know, they criticize one another. You know, you, negativity is is very prevalent in communicating with an individual on the street. I mean, we all have to step out of our cars, step out of our houses come in contact with people that we don't know. Okay. Okay. But asking this question, mm-hmm. you know, even if you get out of your car and talk to people that you don't know, let's put it to, you know, this. Do we have to be critical to the point with people that we don't know as well as with people that we do know that, uh, you know, to the point where it discourages one to want to, you know, to affiliate. Well, I see you as an individual, and I've been around you when you talk to people that you didn't know, and it was a warming uh, conversation. Now, to speak of each one of us as having that critical spirit, I don't see that. I see that we have, we have subdued that part of ourselves. I'm speaking of the people that we may come in contact with. I'm speaking of the people that our listeners may come in contact with. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with an individual with a critical spirit? Do, well, you, do you run from that person? Or, or do yep, you? I would. Now, now, me, I would because it says, you know, when you surround yourself with people that all they do is be critical of one another, you become it. You have to be careful of who you accompany and associate yourself with. Mm-hmm. Now, it does talk about that in the Bible, of course, you know, but we will go back to what you were saying. Mm-hmm. You know, as 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 you have seen me mm-hmm. and as I've seen you, mm-hmm. how we deal with people, mm-hmm. but, you know, there are people that do get on your nerves and you do want to be critical sometimes, you know. You know, well, Ms. Flaherty, I remember this was a saying in the Bible, because I don't consider myself a Bible scholar, but I also do remember a scripture. I don't know where it's found, but it says, be not overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Okay? So that tells me that even though a person may 
confront you with critical spirits. Mm-hmm. Someone is trying to demean you. Mm-hmm. Someone we want to keep that on forefront. Mm-hmm. Someone is trying to bring you down. Somebody is trying to make you less than who you are. Right. Trying to dehumanize you because I know I've been in the criminal system, and you have to be. Uh, you have to look at a person less than who you are in order to perpetrate a crime against them. In other words, you dehumanize that person. You can't look at a person face-to-face, eye-to-eye, and do something what, against that individual. You have to look at that person as something less. Well, you but know. usually um, when a person have a critical spirit, and, you know, and I'm going to come up out mm-hmm. of, you know, out of this. Um, I, I did some research on this because it had been pulled up in my in my spirit because you hear it, you, you hear it around you, you 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 know, you sit on TV yeah. everywhere. Everybody is critical. You know what I mean? So I decided to go and do some research because even though that we have we we do what we do, sometimes we don't understand what we do and how big the effect has on people. Okay. Some people don't care, mm-hmm. you know. But I have went into this particular um this on this website called the Victorious uh, publications at www.victorious.org. Interesting. And it talks about, do you have a critical spirit? Now, from what it is saying in here, it says exactly what is a critical spirit. And it says here, a critical spirit is an obsessive attitude of criticism and fault-finding which seeks to tear others down, not the same thing as what is sometimes called constructive criticism, the only criticism that is ever constructive is that which is expressed in love to build up, not to tear down. It is always expressed face to face, never behind their back. It's kind of like what tough love. Uh, the the critical spirit of when you when you when you when you want to talk about somebody you and you want to talk to them in love. Mm-hmm. You know you genuinely come to them face to face. You know face to face and talk about it. To let them know, to let them know that uh, you can, you can either one or the other accept the positive criticism, mm-hmm. or you can accept the the ideal that you cannot accept constructive criticism. Now, critic, critical criticism has nothing to do with love. It has to do with you know somebody that done some wrong to you. Negativity. And 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 more or less it is somebody done some wrong and look at them, what they doing and all the wrong they doing and everybody talking up against me, but ain't nobody doing nothing about such and such and such. You know, and that is the critical spirit that we are talking about and how to overcome mm-hmm. that kind of critical spirit because you can victimize yourself looking at others mm-hmm. and never looking at yourself or paying attention to nobody but yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it went further to talk about the critical spirit as it is defined in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary uh, as an act of criticizing to judge as a critic to fault find and to blame or condemn. Mm -hmm. And that is where we are at right now as we speak. Uh Who do you know that have this kind of critical spirit? Mm -hmm. And what can we do to help them find their way back? Even if they've done wrong, how can you go to the person in love and let them know all that stuff that you got inside of you that, you don't like what they've done. Mm-hmm. 
how do you go back and tell that person in love, turning it around into a uh, uh, constructive criticism in order for the person to be met halfway for your desires to be met to do the right thing? Well, to add to the conversation tonight, which I, I, I must say is very lightning, and uh, instead of going to individuals, I, I just like to go to some areas of Critical spirit. That's good. I mean, it's everywhere. Which have had footholds in our life and in our foreparents' life in this country. Mm -hmm. And and so, in many instances, I've already spoken on slavery and how it it was used to make people feel like they could never do enough. Uh, They they had them feeling uh, less than human. They found them over in Africa mm-hmm. in many places, and mm-hmm. they was running around, and they had very little uh, clothes and, and, and very little of anything. So right. they saw that as an opportunity to put the people down because their lifestyle was not the same as the European lifestyle. Right. So they became critical to that. And that could be in races as well. Well, even, even to the color, you know, of, of the black man's skin. But what they didn't understand is that skin was adapted to function in the sun many of which a lot of our white uh, brothers and sisters could not do. So uh, what they put down was actually a plus for the black man. He could drive out there in an ultraviolet ray and not get cancer. And, and it even got to the point that a lot of us started hating our own black skin. Okay. Because I remember when I was young, my sister called me black. She said, you black as a cone. I never heard that saying before, but it made me so mad. <laughs> and I started chasing her around and everything. And it just shows you how when you can criticize a person negatively enough, you'll get them to believe mm-hmm. that they are less than what they are. Well, that goes back to saying that having a critical spirit, you can be victimized mm-hmm. from it. You can become mm-hmm. a victim of it and become out of people criticizing and victimizing you that way. Some come out of it and become critical themselves mm-hmm. of other people mm-hmm. based off of being criticized, you know, for, you know, whether it's their race or whether it was in slavery. Because when you talk about slavery and if it was a critical spirit even back then, that was the adopting of, mm-hmm. of the beginning of, of the teaching of having a critical spirit, you know, uh, on their own family. Okay, can I switch off to another area? Yeah, okay. Okay, another area of a critical spirit, that is the individuals take on that critical spirit when they have a failed marriage, mm-hmm. when they have failed a relationship, mm-hmm. when they lose a job. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've seen it and I've experienced mm-hmm. it myself. I became very critical when my first marriage failed. Critical of, of women, you know what I mean? And is this woman another one of those women that is, that will cause a man to go haywire or something? Or, right. Or I think I'm going to isolate and I, I think I'm just going to leave all women alone because ain't none of them any good. Well, I mean, that's one critical you know, spirit to have. I would hang around Men guys. Feel that way. Yeah, yeah. I would hang around guys that felt the same way. Man, uh, you going on? Women bash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You married to your wife? You must be impact. Uh, what's oh, wrong well. with you? You you give your money, you give your check to your wife. What's wrong with you? And you know what? Oh. And, I, and then a lot of men feel that way because they're critical concerning some kind of relationship that they had with a person that didn't know how to handle their money. And then also it gets into music. That's another uh, area, mm-hmm. you know, where you're putting uh, women down and, and you're talking mm-hmm. about them like a dog. You call them all kind of names. Mm-hmm. And, and then in that music it's, it's telling people how to 
to speak to one another, how to disrespect one another, and it's just showing our young people how to be disrespectful. Well, then let's go in the call. What causes a critical spirit? Okay. Okay. We have a few uh, underlines that is here on what causes a critical spirit. And it says negativeness, a bad attitude, a negative view of life. A person may have unconfessed sin in their life or may harbor unforgiveness or bitterness towards someone who have offended them. Then there is another one, insecurity. Criticism is often a subconscious means to elevate one's own self-image by putting others down. They are inwardly trying to feel more important or that they know more. Jealousy toward the spiritual victories of others is often the cause of criticisms and belittling comments. Popular ministers of the gospel are often the target of such tactics. Mm-hmm. Then they got immaturity is another. Mm-hmm. And it says believers must always keep their focus upon Christ and his word, not man, who will often fail. Now, this is coming out of Hebrews 12 and 2. Mm-hmm. Okay, the young or immature believer who has not progressed very far in their own faith remain overly dependent upon the faith of those within the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. All right, then it goes on to say an unrenewed mind. Mm-hmm. Put down, making fun of, criticism, sarcasms are the world's way of reacting to the faults of people. Mm-hmm. However, a Christian, we do not behave this way. Our thinking and attitude should be renewed by the Word of God, who teaches us to bear the infirmities of the weak, to love and show compassion and um, encouragement. And lastly, it says the devil. Mm-hmm. As we may realize, the devil may be doing Specialize in influencing obsessive behavior. Mm-hmm. The devil may be doing. He may use any or all the above channels or other techniques to influence or uh, to influence a complaining or critical attitude to stir up turmoil and strife within the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. We must be on guard. Mm-hmm. Now you can find that in Ephesians six and twelve. Mm-hmm. We must be on guard that none of us would be used as a tool of the devil to bring harassment or discouragement. Okay, so so with that saying, upon our brothers and sisters through continual criticism, as the Bible warns us not to give place to the devil, but they say the devil made me do it. Well, the devil is in you just like God is in you. Mm-hmm. You can choose which one you want to be. Mm-hmm. You can be both of them, mm-hmm. and then you'll have a what they call a, a, a what do they call that mind? A double-minded yeah. man and a stable in all his ways. Yeah, go well, ahead. Well, I think one of the reasons why we need to start seeking God and, and seeking some help, seeking some counseling, because a lot of the outcome stuff, I spoke on slavery, I spoke on failed marriages mm-hmm. and jobs and relationships, I, I, I spoke on uh, the criticism that's found in music, and some of those outcomes is death, yes. separation, yes. self-hatred, yes. isolating, low self-esteem, uh, hatred of opposite sex, yes. and then crime is rising, jails are overcrowded, yes. uh, Bad behavior and disrespect is Don't prevalent. Don't the political arena. Right, I haven't got to that. Okay, I mean, 17 more minutes. Okay, okay. Well, but to add to some of the transition, because I don't want to just speak on, you know, I don't want to be a critical uh, 
spirit myself, just speak on the negativity part. Right. But, so the transition from that point, I, I also want to um, add to this conversation is that the, the way to get away from that is to reconnect. Okay. We can say reconnect. That means you've connected. Hopefully, you have been connected to something <laughs> at one time that was positive. And you can reconnect. Right, again. right. Okay. And, 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 you know, and get back with your parents and be there for your children. And, and don't forget to find out why you behave the way you behave and make better choices. You know, make, just sit down and make better choices. You say, well, how can I make a better choice? Get with somebody you know that you feel and if you have anyone that could be a mentor to you, mm-hmm. and, you know, you can have a mentor no matter what age you are. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had mentors in my 40s, somebody that I can look up to and say, well, you know, this person has lived right. He, he, he conducts himself right. She conducts herself right. And I think one of the main critical uh, spirits that we have is we feel like we had to have a relationship with a person and we got to have respect with them right. in order for relationship to function. Right. That's a critical spirit right there. And of course. Wouldn't you say? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So what would you say about yes, that? Yes, it is. Well, I How mean. How do you get away from that critical spirit? First of all, not making yourself available sexually will help. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially when you've got uh, people that in this day and time um, that are sexual, whether they're ministers or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ministers, even though that they, they, they don't want nobody to believe that they don't have sex, but that's a lie. They all do. We all do. Whether, you know, we try. Right. Whether we try, you might as well go on ahead well, and I'm, do I'm it. Well, I'm not going to say you might as well go ahead well, and do I mean, it. You Just know, to add to it. Just repent to the Lord if you believe in repenting for what you thought. Uh, yeah, but, you know, again, I'm going to be honest. You know, I'd rather go on ahead and do the crime than rather be thinking about it. That way I got it off my chest, you know, and then repent. Because repenting about something that's in your mind, it is still be there again and again and again. You have to literally get sick and tired of, sick and tired of being in that mindset. And you have been dipped in it long enough where you will come out of it and you will never return to it again because it's just like eating. Mm-hmm. You know, um, after you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, you'll stop. You know, and basically it is a process. People that have been through things, whether it's sex, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing is is make yourself where you're not available for it. Don't even speak on it. You know what I'm saying? Just if you got whatever you're going to get, don't speak on that because what it does is it puts things into people's heads mm-hmm. to want to do it mm-hmm. because you put it in their head. Mm-hmm. So getting back to there, therefore, and I'm going to come up out of uh, Romans. Okay. There in, in Romans 8 and 1 where it talks about there is therefore now no condemnation to those which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Mm-hmm. And now being made free from sin... Now we're going into and 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 we're going into uh, chapter six of Romans mm-hmm. and twenty two where Very it says, good. but now being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. And in twenty three it says six and twenty three it says, for the wages of sin is death, but the mm-hmm. gift of God is eternal life. Mm-hmm. 
And then as we take it back in the six underneath, up underneath uh, chapter 6, 11 through 14, it also says, likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead, indeed, unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ. Our Lord, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal bodies, that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield your members as an instrument of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourself unto God as those are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness under God. This is the way that I would look at it. If I'm going to go and have sex anymore, I would rather do everything I do unto God than rather for my own self because I would create criticism because, first of all, I was doing it with an unbeliever in the first place that didn't want to do nothing that was right. And even though I, I wanted to do what was right, I will blame that person for helping me to do something wrong because they put it to me in a way where, oh, okay, it ain't bad after all. But it says here, neither yield your members as instruments of righteousness unto sin, but yield yourself unto God. So if I was to do whatever I'm going to do, I want to do it unto God and that whatever that I'm doing, that it is not going to strike the faith of the other person that I'm doing it in, but that to help both of us come to Christ together in all righteousness. Okay, and I would like to have that clarified a little bit more. When you say if you're having sex, do it unto God. And I know yeah, in the way I've taught, the only way that you can do this, that unto God is in, in holy matrimony. Yes. Therefore, the bed is undefiled any other way. However, yes. however, mm-hmm. it is even though that that is correct, but even in the undefiled, many people get married for all the wrong reasons using the bed is undefiled mm-hmm. because sometimes they do it because, you know, because uh like, for instance, I know a friend of mine that took got married, you know, so that he wouldn't look bad in church because he was gay, you know what I'm saying, and he took on a wife to say that the bed was undefiled, but literally he has not yet overcame mm-hmm. the gayness. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? The bed is not defiled, but he did it for the wrong reasons. Instead of dealing with the problem that he had, he went on ahead and brought somebody else in on the problem and, and up under the guise of the word, the bed is undefiled, mm-hmm. you know, was how she got involved. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, but you know, using the mind to or using the righteousness of God's word for your own benefit and it's not coming up right. That's how many of marriages and failed marriages begin because people don't, don't use the truth rightly. They don't mm-hmm. use it rightly. They use it as uh, as a gimmick to get rid of one thought uh-huh. for and ch- exchange it for another, but never have changed from it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did I say that correct? Yes. Okay. So 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 the powers of overcoming um, critical a critical spirit to mm-hmm. me as I had looked it up at CBN.com, and down below it talked about the cure for criticism. Judgment is very important. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that God is a righteous judge. Mm -hmm. The cure for criticism is found in understanding the nature of God's judgment. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that every person is a sinner, 
This sin drives a wedge between God and man and deserves judgment, Romans 3, 23 and 6 and 23. Mm -hmm. But regardless of how good we think we are, all our righteous deeds are like filthy garment. That's from Isaiah 64 and 6. We cannot make up for all the bad things we have done. Left alone, we still deserve God's judgment, Mm -hmm. death, and eternal torment in a place the Bible describes as the lake of burning sulfur or Mm -hmm. lake of burning fire. That's Mm -hmm. Revelations 19 and 20. Mm -hmm. Only God could satisfy the judgment against us for our sins. So God sent his son into the world to pay the price for our sins. Jesus Christ took our judgment on himself and died in our place. In return, God offers each person all his blessings, including eternal life, mm-hmm. forgiveness, peace, joy, and hope, provided we acknowledge Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. If we understood the judgment that we each deserve from God, we would be less inclined to judge others. Instead, give grace. Mm-hmm. So when grace, when God gave us grace by saving us, Mm -hmm. we in turn, even though people do us wrong, I mean, there are some things people can't live with. There are some things, there are some sins that cannot be lived with. Mm -hmm. And one of those, I will say three, if it was coming from Lardy Miss Clardy, Mm -hmm. three would be a lion lip, Mm -hmm. a person that has sex behind your back, Mm -hmm. that, that deters the trust. You know, and the other one that you don't have no forgiveness for what has happened to you, and you don't forgive nobody, and you ain't got no mercy, mm-hmm. and you act as though like you ain't never been through nothing, mm-hmm. and that you ain't never made no mistake, mm-hmm. and that you know other people that do make mistakes, you know, uh, we're ready to hammer them down. Right. But I don't care who it is, we'd rather to hammer them down than to see gold in front of their face pull them, and put them to the side, tell them, look, this is what I got wrong. It says in the Bible, Mm -hmm. I don't know where it's at, y'all, but it says in the Bible, you know, that if you got all against your brother, go to your brother Mm -hmm. and let him know, you know, what the problem is. Now, if the brother don't come up, Step up to the plate and know where he did his wrong at and say sorry, you know, and also to God, too, but first to whom he did the wrong, too. You know, if he doesn't say he's sorry about it and it's still going on, mm-hmm. then what you do is you carry you two or more other than yourself, you know what I'm saying, another partner, and bust the person out. And if they don't come real when it comes to that, then what you do is bring the congregation. We don't care who the congregation. It could be the church. It can be, you know, four or five mm-hmm. people that believers yeah. that go to the person. And if that don't stop them, then it says in there to let that person go or brush the, the dust off your feet and move okay. on. I think one of the key words in uh, this whole discussion tonight is spirit. Yeah. And then, then see, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Right when we're dealing with negativity, yes. that we shouldn't look at individuals per se when something goes wrong or when somebody said something they shouldn't have said. This is a spirit, yes, and, and it's an evil spirit. But and the we, only mm-hmm. way that you're able to get rid of the spirit, you must expose it. Mm-hmm. You must come face-to-face mm-hmm. with what it is. Mm-hmm. Now, 
people are afraid to do that. That's even in the church with church leaders. Mm-hmm. That's people even, you know, that when we live amongst each other, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, you know we scared to talk to each other or tell each other how each other feel because we're scared that we're going to get criticized or you know they're going to put you out and get rid of you mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be instead of just hearing the person out who you have who is causing the offense. You must face them with it instead of critical behind their back. Talk about what they went through and what they're doing in their face. Sometimes that's what it takes, and that spirit will diminish itself because the spirit is just the spirit. Then it's just like the devil. He said, what did he say? The devil will flee from you? Face it. You face it. Resist is facing it, right. facing facing the devil mm-hmm. head on. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, then it will run. That spirit will run on about the person. Well, um, to add to what you're saying, Mr. Cardi, um, I found that most of my trouble is when I ran from uh, my situation and I found myself running into something that was even greater than what I was running from. So I do agree with mm-hmm. what you're saying 100% that we have to stand our ground and be well grounded in that which we know is good. Yes, and not be ashamed of it because if you were ashamed of it, then there wasn't no reason for you to be talking in the first place about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like the word. You ashamed of the word, then God be ashamed of you. Right. So therefore, you know, when you come before a critical spirit that's talking and doing and doing wrong or whatever they're doing, whether it's, a, whether it's in the political arena, whatever the case may be, be ready, you know, to actually face those that, you know, that put you on edge. Okay. You know what I'm saying? to add to that. You notice the trend. The trend is something that I've been dealing with the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you notice the trend in our country today that that 99% of the people that always was quiet and they let that 1% do all the talking right. and let that, you know, that, you know, I know when I was locked up in prison, it was it's about the same percentage you had about 1 to 5 to 1, 1 to 5% of the yeah. people in there causing trouble. Yeah. In the in the ninety nine or ninety five percent of the people was getting along. Right now, that is reversing itself. Now, we who have kept ourselves quiet, those who have changed from their ways, their evil ways, are starting to speak up now. Right, you have to. If you don't speak up, you, what you're doing is doing the same thing you used to do. See a thing going on, mm-hmm. and you you just remain quiet. Right. You know what I'm saying? It is no more. Because when you go on to perfection in the spirit, when you're mature in the spirit, you know, you're supposed to now at this point be bold in the Holy Ghost boldness, uh, that boldness that would actually, you know, uh, go before the people and speak what is the truth. Just to show you as well, uh, Ms. Hardy, uh, how powerful that critical spirit is, if you notice that our, our political leaders nowadays are spending more time criticizing one another mm-hmm. than coming up with a, a, with a solution. solution. You know, we have come up with solutions. They need to come up with some solutions. Right. Some of our solutions may never be heard, may never be uh, acted upon. Yes. And I know a lot of you out there might have some solutions of what we could do, how all of us could contribute to a way to, to cut all this debt that we have down instead of calling each other names, putting each other down because yes. it makes you almost feel that these parties are working together just to keep 
this country down. In confusion. Yes. In confusion. And it's very important that, you know, we as America, if we're calling ourselves America, that we do come together and, 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 and stand up and make a point to our political leaders that we no more will deal with them having a critical spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 it, all it's doing is it's nothing getting done. That's right. And, and at the same time, it's causing us as American people to, not to come that's together, that's too. And so, therefore, we can't no longer stand up and allow people with critical spirit mm-hmm. to be uh, over, right over us, That's right. where we cannot come together yes. and make a point and get some stuff cleared up. I believe, how it has to be you done. know, and just briefly, I believe in my heart that the majority of the people in this country are good people. Yes. But we have to let it be known that we are part of this country and that we will not allow the few to dominate the many. Thank you, Strong Tower. I'm glad to have you this evening. Well, it's about that time, y'all. We're going to come back with uh, Do You Have a Critical Spirit in about another two weeks from now, you know. But we wanted to put something out there because we want people to realize that there's another way to think other than critical against one another because it doesn't make things happen, you know. So until you next week, right. which we're going to be dealing with felons and, and vexatious litigants, yes. y'all love one another right. and come together so that we can come up with a solution on what we can do to help this critical American soil, whatever we sit on, come together to make it better because we, we need some help here and we need some people that will stand up and help us. So until then, we'll see you next time. Thank you for Listening to the largest blog talk radio show, and thank you, Strong Tower, for being a strong tower. That's the show. Yes.